Hey friends, and welcome to episode 105 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and in today's episode, I'm sharing the biggest mistake I made in 2021. This isn't super easy for me to admit, but I hope that by sharing my big mistake, that it'll keep you from making the same one as we're wrapping up the year. Where did I go wrong? Well, I didn't set goals for the year. I know, I know. As a time management coach and someone who coaches others on goal setting, managing time well, and living with intention, I realize it sounds a little bit crazy, but it's true. At the end of 2020, I was scrambling to sell our house, to find a new one, pack, move, and unpack, all while eight months pregnant. It was a whirlwind. And so in this episode, I'm opening up and sharing why not setting goals was the biggest mistake I made in 2021. I'm going to tell you what it was like for me to have a year without goals I'll share three important life lessons I've learned the hard way this year about goal setting. And you better believe I'm telling you what I'm doing differently to prepare for 2022. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes. Today's show notes can be found at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 105. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. You know, they say hindsight is 2020, but honestly, I'm more relieved to have 2021 almost in the rearview mirror. This year has been hard, so hard. For me, much harder than 2020. Sure, 2020 had its own unique challenges and crazy curveballs. We were introduced to a pandemic, experienced the fear of the unknown, being in such uncharted territory. I remember having some seriously high stress moments as we were figuring out how to live life with a new set of rules and routines. But 2021 was challenging for me for a different set of reasons. First of all, we made the tough decision to sell our home, a home that I thought we would live in for years and years in a city that we loved and move to a new city right after Christmas. Scott had recently started a new role with his company at a new location that was almost two hours from our home. 
And with Elizabeth on the way in March, we wanted to cut his four hour commute down so he could have more time at home to help out with our soon to be family of four. So instead of transitioning from the hustle and bustle of the holiday season to settling into the new year and peacefully prepping for baby girl like I expected going into December, instead, the hustle and bustle of the holidays gave way to cleaning, listing the house, searching for a new house, packing and moving. When we moved into our new home on February 5th, I barely had time to catch my breath before we welcomed Elizabeth on March 6th. I told myself back in December, I'll sit down and tackle my goal setting when things calm down after the holidays. After the holidays, I told myself, I'll sit down and tackle goal setting when things calm down after we get the house sold. When things calm down after we get packed. After we move. After we get settled in. Spoiler alert. Things never calmed down. Truth be told, this episode is going out the last Monday in November, and it still feels like things haven't calmed down. Life lesson number one that I've learned this year, you know, I knew this, but I really, really felt it this year. Life isn't just going to magically calm down or slow down so you can do that thing that you've been putting off. No one is going to calm your life down for you. No one is going to wave a magic wand over your calendar and remove your meetings and obligations. There will always be things to do. Stop waiting for the perfect time to appear and just do the thing already. For me, the thing, goal setting, typically looks like doing the goal setting exercise I talk about in episode eight and nine. I look back and reflect on the past year, what worked, what didn't, and what I learned. Then I consider the present, who I am now, what are my roles and my responsibilities. And then finally, I set goals for the future. Typically three personal goals, three professional goals, three financial goals, and three fun goals. Personal, professional, financial, and fun. And I'll make sure those goals are smart, that they're specific, measurable, attainable, or adventurous, relevant, and time-bound. And then I wrap it up by making a vision board and choosing my word of the year. So what did this year look like, this year without goals? Well, I'll start with what I did right. I did choose a word of the year. My word was simplify, and it's been very helpful. Although that sticky note I created back in January and wrote simplify on has long lost its sticky and met the recycling bin, I haven't forgotten it, and it's remained in the back of my mind throughout the year. So <laughs> one of my strengths, according to Clifton Strengths, which is a personality assessment that ranks your strengths from 1 to 34. If you've never taken it, I highly recommend it. My top strength is strategic, which means I can see a lot of different angles and alternative ways for doing something. I see a problem and my mind goes to work creating all kinds of different strategies and then mentally sorting to find the best one. This really comes in handy when I'm helping my coaching clients problem solve. But the problem is, 
is that I very often can overcomplicate things for myself (laughs) because I'll come up with what seems like the best, most comprehensive level 100 strategy when a level 10 or even a level 2 strategy probably would have worked just fine. Anyway, reminding myself that my word of the year is simplify has really helped me cut clutter throughout our life, in our home. It's helped me donate some things and pack others whenever we moved back in February. It's helped me clear out my closet and look at the way I set up my business processes with a fresh set of eyes. How can I make this simple is the question I always try to ask myself. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, in all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. I also managed to do, I'll call it some very low-key goal setting and annual planning at the end of 2021, mainly to map out my maternity leave. And that really helped me make sure to take the time off I needed and wanted to spend time with Elizabeth in those first few months. I actually shared the details for how I prepped for maternity leave back in episode 70 if you're curious about what that looked like. But back to goal setting, I did set the goal to hit 10,000 downloads in a single month for It's About Time. But the thing is, is that I didn't actually have a plan to make it happen. (laughs) It did happen in October, but even though I mapped out that maternity leave prep, I didn't really set clear goals for the year as a whole. I had some ideas and there were things that I wanted to do, but they weren't true goals. Lesson learned number two. 
Having ideas for things that you want to do is great, but ideas aren't a direct path to accomplishment. Setting a goal and making a plan will get you there. So here's what didn't go so well. I wanted to relaunch one-on-one coaching in June. I also wanted to launch a group coaching program this past fall. Neither of those things happened. I wanted to do big things in my coaching business this year, despite so many people telling me to take it easy after the move, after having a baby and adjusting to life with two kids. But part of me wanted to prove that I could still do it all, despite everything going on in my life. I'll say that part of the struggle was due to childcare, something that so many of us have dealt with in a variety of ways over the past almost two years. I didn't have any consistent help with Elizabeth until August, and it felt like no matter how well I planned my day and tried to use those nap times, I still couldn't do everything I needed or wanted to do. And then Hurricane Ida hit Louisiana at the end of September, which turned everything upside down all over again. Literally, the storm ripped the roof off the girls' daycare center, which made childcare a challenge all over again. And part of me can't believe I'm admitting all of this, but I hope that you see two things here. First, setting goals is powerful. Goals give you a clear vision for the future, and they set you up to create a plan to make them happen. And without that clear vision, everything is going to feel harder. Second, I'm not perfect. Instead of carving out time for intentional goal setting and planning, I got to experience a year without goals. I didn't like it, and I believe more strongly than ever That taking time to look back, look forward, and set goals is a non-negotiable. But life happens. And I have a funny relationship with the idea of life happens. Because it's true. The unpredictable, the unexpected will happen. Things will come up. A storm will sweep South Louisiana. Daycare will close. The babysitter will cancel. Someone will get sick life happens. There were times that I was so frustrated by circumstances beyond my control that it made me hate goal setting. I think what's the point of setting goals and creating a plan when everything just blows up in your face? Well, the difference is, and I know this now firsthand, the difference is that when you have goals and things get off track, you have a track to get back on. You can reshuffle dates or rearrange timelines. But when you don't have a true plan in place or anything to work toward, you just kind of spin out and wander. You're not heading in any specific direction, so you just feel all over the place. Life lesson number three, life happens is not an excuse to skip goal setting. Life will always happen. Having goals gives you a direction and a clear path to get back on when you get knocked off course, when life happens. So here's what it felt like to have a year without clear goals. 
Honestly, it felt like being a rudderless ship, like I was flying by the seat of my pants. I didn't like it. I had a hard time focusing and I spent more time being reactive than proactive. Every time I sat down at my desk, it felt like a scramble, like I was playing a never-ending game of catch-up. And you know those weekends where you look back and you can't remember what you did because you didn't really do anything memorable or out of the ordinary? Felt a lot like that. And if you're thinking, well, Anna, why didn't you just stop and set clear goals when you realized what the problem was? Well, because it took me a while to figure out what exactly the problem was. I thought, if I can just work more or wake up earlier or do this one thing, then everything will calm down and I'll be able to make things happen. (laughs) So what am I doing differently this year? Well, if it's not painfully obvious at this point, I'm getting back to goal setting. I'm committing to doing it and I'm inviting you to join me. Make sure you tune in next week when I'll be sharing the details for 2022 Plan With Purpose, a live goal setting and annual planning masterclass happening on Tuesday, December 28th. I've wanted to do something like this for years, and this year I am determined to make it happen. Trust me, I will never skip goal setting again. Don't let 2022 be a year without goals for you. Tune in for more details next week. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 105. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 106. Next week is all about asking questions. In fact, I'll be sharing the exact questions you should ask yourself to wrap up the year with intention and plan the year ahead with purpose. Plus, I'm sharing details about Plan With Purpose, my live planning masterclass happening on Tuesday, December 28th. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.